Let's do that. All right. Welcome to Locked On Junior Hockey. I am one half of the show, Kyle Outridge. As always, my other half, Sam Hosack. Sam, how's it going, buddy? Good. How about you, Kyle? Hey, man. Another day, uh, a busy day of hockey all day today, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. So the uh, Ontario governor, the OJHL governor's showcase started today, which is pretty cool. And uh, we're actually going to have a little added feature for everybody that watches on YouTube. We're going to have the uh, we're going to have the Coburg uh, game on in the background. Who's a Coburg? Who's who's playing? Who, who we want? Uh, Pick, Pickering and Pickering and, Pickering uh, and Burlington. Sorry. Yeah. And they're in Coburg. <laughs> I'm like, all I seen was all I seen was the Coburg Center Ice, and I'm like, oh, Coburg home game, let's go. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, the wrong Cougars. It's the Burlington Cougars and the Pickering Panthers. Should be a good game. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have that up on the screen, playing in the background. Um, you know, we'll do some uh, we'll do some live uh, live updates and stuff like that, and uh, we'll just chat along. But anyway, Sam, as I said, we'll might as well start in the OJ with. Uh, a full slate of games today, a lot of action going on in the OJHL. So uh, an exciting day for hockey, junior hockey fans anyways. Um, the Ontario uh, Junior Hockey League, the Governor's Showcase started today. Uh, we already had one game in the books, Halliburton and the North York Rangers. Halliburton skates to a 6-2 victory in game one. Um, right now, we also have St. Mike's Buzzers and the Trenton Golden Hawks going at it. Um, the Golden Hawks scored four goals on eight shots. And Sam, me and you were talking about this game uh, before we jumped on the on the on to record. Um, Trenton, man, I don't know the, that the, that team just just lighting the lamp uh, left, right, and center, and uh, shooting lots of pucks in the last couple of games. If, uh, if you've looked at the shot counts, it's uh, they've gotten up there. So uh, Trenton currently five uh, five to one in that game, and uh, Pickering Burlington on the screen here for you. We're they're just getting underway. Then we have 3.30, we have Caledon and Wellington. The Dukes and the Admirals are going at it. And then the game I'm looking most forward to, Sam, and I'm sure you're probably going to be paying attention to it, but I know you got a little bit of biased opinion on what games you want to see. Um, 4.30 p.m., Collingwood versus Milton. The Menace and the Blues going at it. The battle of the remaining undefeated teams in the OGHL. Um, it's going to be – that should be one heck of a, of a matchup going on in there. And uh, we're definitely – Looking forward to that one. And then you have the Georgetown Raiders, Stouffville Spirit. And then you have the Mississauga Chargers and the hosting Coburg Cougars who get to finish it out at 7.30. Sam, a lot going on today, buddy. But uh, what are you looking forward to the most uh, today? And uh, let's uh, – oh, oh, I thought we had a goal there. Anyways, but what are you looking forward to most today, Sam? Yeah, obviously we've had some great action so far. Both of us were watching that Halliburton North York game. Obviously a two-two yeah. game going in the third period, and uh, Halliburton kind of exploding there in the third with the four goals. Um, so that's been great. And then this Trenton St. Mike's game that was um, that first period was one of the craziest first periods in junior hockey <laughs> I've ever seen. Honestly, uh, the Trenton Golden Hawks obviously coming out with five goals on 13 shots and having a goaltending change for St. Mike's. Um, these showcase tournaments, obviously, there's lots of scouts in attendance, so you've got to put your best talent out there, and these teams have been doing that so far. So um, definitely looking forward to, as you said there, that calling with Melting game, two undefeated yeah. in the league still. That's going to be an amazing matchup, always is. Um and even that Cobra game tonight, um, this part in the screen here, as you can see, it's 
it's not full yet, but it should be tonight for that Kobo game. Um, that's probably why they get the later game, just to get some more fans out there. But um, excited. We hit the road tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7.30, departure from Scotiabank Pond. So it's going to be a great couple of days in Kobo, and I'm looking forward to us hitting the ice in this showcase tournament. Yeah, most definitely. It's uh, it's like you said, lots of scouts in the building. Um, you know, you definitely want to uh, be putting your best foot forward. Um, definitely Halliburton. They've been uh, one heck of a team to play this year. They have one loss and it was an overtime. So they still got a point out of it. So they're uh, they're they're the second best of the unbeatens, I guess you could of the almost unbeatens. So that's pretty good for uh, for for Halliburton in their second year, um, you know, after the change and everything. Um, but Sam, let's jump over. I'm just going to run through the standings here quick since we're talking about who's up and who's down um, in the Northwest Conference. We have Milton Collingwood, both three and zero. One of those teams will fall today to a look, to have a loss in their record. Then you got Georgetown Burlington, third and fourth. Uh, they're both they're Georgetown is two and zero. Oh, uh, Burlington's two and one, and uh, we'll see what the Cougar, the Cougars can do today. Uh, and then they got Pickering right on their heels. So this is a you know a hot a hot battle in the standings. Both teams are two and one. So um, you know Pickering's looking to to jump, and Burlington's looking to to pull away. Then you got Markham and Aurora. Stouffville, Oakville, and Brantford. Brantford's still looking for their first win. They've only played two games this year. Um, and Oakville. Oakville Blades are one and two to start the year. That's a bit of a shock for, for me. Usually they're uh, they're at the top all, all season long, so that's a different look for the Oakville Blades. Then you got the South and the East Conference, Sam. We got Halliburton, 4-0-0-1 now in five games. They lead with nine points. Then you got your Toronto Junior Canadians three and one on the season looking to better that up as well there's six points sitting in second place all by yourselves then you got the hosting Coburg Cougars two and one on the air they got four points and then they're tied with Wellington Trenton North York and Lindsay all teams have two wins this season um, North York and Lindsay also have two losses so they're at the bottom in the tie then you got the buzzers Caledon Admirals the Toronto Patriots and the Mississauga Chargers those four teams all looking for their first win, Sam. That's pretty uh, pretty wild. Um, St. Michael's and Caledon have an overtime loss, so they have a point, um, but they're also all offers in the standings. Um, what shocks you most about the standings there, Sam? Uh, I know they're still early, but I'm still getting used to having the conferences rather than the divisions, which is uh, kind of neat. I like it, but uh, uh, what, what do you take away from the standings so far this year? Yeah, it's, it's honestly crazy to kind of – go and look at the standings obviously with it being my second year in the league um looking at it usually as as it was last year okay we're we're leading our division we'll see like how how the season kind of plays out but to go and look at it today even this morning and see okay we're not leading our conference but we are leading our division it yeah it's a little bit weird but um yeah there's a lot of good teams obviously and I'm sure we'll touch on it. We had a huge win against the Lindsay Muskies last night, um, a team that competed hard all night against us. And um, without a four-goal second period like we had um, there last night, that win wouldn't have been possible. But they competed hard, um, and they're going to be a strong team. And there are a bunch of teams that are strong. Obviously, Halliburton, just that one um overtime loss and that there was a little bit of controversy in that game goal getting called yeah out them having a power play and then Lindsay ended up scoring after that but yeah um, that was a wild one <laughs> that definitely is a wild one and um a little bit of a suspension out of that one too not sure if we'll touch on that but 
Yeah. Halliburton's a strong team this year, obviously 4-0-0-1. So it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go through this year. They've obviously got some skill there. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, uh, it's definitely definitely a a different look, trying to figure out who's where. But but I mean, um, when it comes to the – to to the uh, to the end of the season, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you know, you get your the same amount of teams make it, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how things play out. But let's move along. We have a lot to unpack. Uh, like you said, there's some other uh, news to talk about due to uh, that Lindsay and uh, that Lindsay game with, uh, with the all the controversy in overtime, and I, I don't even know how to get through all that. But anyways, let's jump into the leaders of scoring and the goaltenders so far uh this season uh the ojhl um they've had some goal scores let me tell you it's, uh, sam i know you got a couple of them on your team there that you're uh, you enjoy watching every night so um they're definitely you're you're definitely making a, a charge up here for the jrc as well we'll start in the points boyd stahlbaum from Lindsay, he leads 12 points on the year patrick siani from halliburton though he has 11 and then you got tyler fukakuza he's got nine he leads a, a trio of players uh, in third place, but uh, that's your top three Goal, goals. You got Boyd Stahlbaum, Tyler Fukakuza, Caden Henry, Odaro Uri, and Sebastian Bolovs of Kaladin. They all got four goals on the year. Uh, and then Boyd Stahlbaum of Lindsay, again, he's got eight assists. Uh, Patrick Saney of ha- uh, Halliburton and Isa Parikh of North York, actually, they uh, all jumped up with eight assists. So they're now tied. But uh, as of this morning, it was Boyd Stahlbaum. Um, I know you can speak to uh, to Tyler personally there, watching his play, but uh, some uh, Boyd Stahlbaum and Lindsey, he's been uh, just lighting the lamp, going nuts. And uh, what do you think about the uh, the point leader so far this season in the OJ Sim? Yeah, absolutely. I've known um, Stolly um, Bomber, as I call him, for a number of years. <laughs> great guy on and off the ice, and to see him have success. Um, it's great as we have a goal here. It looks like Ethan Lindsay yep. tapped that one home there with the Pickering Panthers, a newly named captain there. But um, yeah, to have a guy like Stahlbaum, he's been in Lindsay for a couple of years, and um, to get an A on his jersey this year, he's a leader out there as a 20 year old. Um, and then obviously, you got uh, Fuka who's on our team. That guy is going to have multi point games every night in our league. Um, yeah, yeah, night. it seems so. 4.9 night last night, and he just he makes it look easy. Um, obviously, try not to be too biased here, but he's one of the best forwards in the league, point blank. And a lot of teams yep. are gonna um, take note on him, especially with us playing everyone this year. A lot of teams didn't get to see him last year, and for him as a 19 year old last year to come in the league as a rookie and just do what he did, um, it's it's unheard of almost. Um, and another guy on our team that a lot of people are going to look at this year is Cooper Bertrand. He's probably one of the best in our league as well. Um, there are some pretty skilled defensemen um, as well. Free from uh, North York there. He's going to have a tremendous year. Um, but Bertrand is another guy to definitely look out for this year that is going to put up some huge numbers. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, it's still early. Um, but I mean, you know, like you said, Stolbaum, he's got he's got 12 on the year already. He's uh, off to a hot pace. I think he's got four or five games in. So, uh, you know, he's playing at two points per game and uh, or above, which is uh, 
a nice little average to have as you uh, as you wager on through uh, the tough OJHL schedule. Uh, and we're going to move on over to the goalies and uh, Christian Linton and Halliburton. That kid has been uh, has been something that Halliburton is looking for for sure in the back end, and uh, he's been holding them down. Uh, he's now got three wins on the season after a big win earlier today. Uh, James Norton. If you're a Toronto Junior Canadians, he has two wins and he leads Julian Molinero of Collingwood, Ryan Piros of Poberg, and Christian Triani of Milton. Uh, they all also have two wins on the season. Uh, and then you got your goals against uh, Tyler Hodges of Halliburton. He's only got one goal against, and so does Noah Pack of Collingwood on of the Collingwood Blues in Collingwood, Ontario. He's got one goal against this year. They've only been beaten once and both have played multiple games. Uh, so shout outs to them. So Sam, uh, let's let let's touch. I guess we'll let's touch on uh, the the joys of that game and uh, Lindsay and um, what happened out of all that. And uh, there's a couple transactions we can uh, discuss. One uh, one happening to your team and uh, definitely a welcomed addition, I'm sure, to the Toronto Junior Canadians as uh, you guys get set to uh, make a run like you did last year. But uh, let's uh, let's touch on it right away. Um, well, I'm just looking for the uh, for that Lindsay game there for the suspension. There was a suspension in that game. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, help me out here, Sam. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I think it was came out September 17th. So yeah. Was it 17th? 17th. Okay. Yeah, because the game was the 16th. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can edit that. Out. Anyways, um, we can we can get back to it and uh, Halliburton. That game, Halliburton and, and Lindsay, um, a tough one uh, for for Halliburton in the end. But uh, Miles Perry, the forward from Halliburton, placed on league suspension for four games following that game. Um, Sam, I, I didn't fully watch it, uh, so I can't fully unpack it. But uh, I've heard I've heard from a few different uh, reliable sources. Uh, it got pretty heated and pretty wild. Uh, your thoughts on that and the uh, four game suspension for Miles? Yeah, um, it was pretty crazy, obviously. Um, um, looking at the game sheet, kind of seeing that there was a match penalty handed out for um, kicking, it was a shock to kind of see that. So I had to kind of go back and watch the video um, on the video. Mm-hmm. Too serious, but um, obviously it was a kick directly to the head. Um, and obviously four games is um, pretty light in terms of a suspension like that when it's of that nature um obviously uh there's gonna be um, two sides to each story obviously it kind of got heated in that moment but obviously a five-minute match penalty hand out and a four-game suspension so um obviously there's that and it looks like we have a five-minute major here being handed to yeah i was just li- i'm literally watching that as you're talking i'm like i'm listening sam but i'm paying attention here because yeah, uh let's, um, let's take a break here quick it looks uh yeah we got oh this is interesting yeah we got this is this is fans this isn't gonna happen too often that we record and we have a game going on so this is no it's a, this here, is but, um yeah, looks like Pickering's down. So Pickering's down a man. 
Burlington. Hey, can I just say these jerseys? I am loving the Cougars and the Pickering Panthers jerseys. Throwback to that. The Panthers remind me of a vintage college hockey jersey. That's exactly what the uh, that one reminds me of. And I just love the yellow, the standout of the Cougars. You know, they've been black. They've been like that dark blue and green for so long. So uh, just some vibrant different colors. Um, yeah, definitely. Pickering's down. That look is that was that a five minute major? Is that what I seen on the board, or was that was I just blurry eyed? It looks. Huh. Okay. Well, on the game sheet, we don't have anything yet on the OJ. Yeah. It's, so yeah. It's it's kind of hard here to see. Um, it looked like the player who was given the penalty. Not too sure who it was. Didn't really see. It, and we got some pushing and shoving coming now. He's oh, like, here we go. Yeah, went and picked that out from the. Oh, this game's gonna get wild and chippy. Two teams in the right battling it out. The standings. This is a, early man. You're getting a feel of playoff hockey, and it's the first. It's only the second, third week of hockey. <laughs> so uh, this is gonna be a a, a a feisty one to watch. This looks like this is a, it's only in the early in the first period. So yeah, Aaron Jessley Pickering Panthers was handed a five minute major for checking from behind. So. So the Pickering Panthers here, if you're watching this, are on a penalty kill for the next five minutes here. Yeah. As we, let's get back in this Lindsay thing. Mm. Obviously, with the yeah, penalty, go ahead. Uh, match penalty, obviously, of this significance. I can see why a five minute was handed out, but what were your oh, thoughts sure. on it? Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, I like I I didn't see the video. I heard about it, and I I heard it was it was it was. Not like a full out, but I mean, it was blatant. It was pretty blatant what his intent was. And uh, I mean, uh, this it's, it's hard to, it's hard. You're more like, especially you got to remember these, these, uh, these aren't grown men that have been through, uh, you know, years of, oh my, what a play. The Sorry. But this is, uh, this is like, you know, th these guys are 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old kids. You know what I mean? They're, you know, young men growing up, still learning. Um, you know, as any as any can, man can attest to, probably uh, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, you probably did a few things you regret doing in your day. Um, you know what I mean? So, for Miles, a tough one. Uh, you know, emotions running high. Uh, you know, his team. You know, feeling they got the short end of the stick, and you know, it just, it, it just, it just, you know, it all boils over. So, I don't want to speak and speculate too much on it, but uh, I mean. No place for that in hockey, um, especially, you know, junior hockey, any, any, any level. Um, you can't be doing that. Um, and I mean, these guys got to remember, uh, you're not in uh, some rinky dink league here. You're not, you're not in a, in a, in a beer league or just a pickup league. I mean, this is a, a coveted league. A lot of kids and a lot of players want to come here to, to further their careers. Um, the OJ is known for, for moving players on and, um, to have that as, as uh, you know, being showcased in the league, it just can't happen. So, uh, like you said, Sam, four games, pretty light, um, considering all things. And, uh, you know, in this day and age, uh, could have been a lot more and a, and a lot worse. So, uh, I'm sure Miles and Halliburton will be, you know, obliged to serve it out and, uh, you know, get back. I mean, uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're answering the bell the right way. They're winning hockey games. So, I mean, at the end of the day for Halliburton, um, keep winning hockey games and things will just go on and, and, and move on and, and you learn from it. So a tough one, a wild one, as you said, Lindsay Halliburton, that was a wild one. Um, the OT goals called back penalties given goals scored. Um, but Lindsay, I mean, Lindsay staying in it. I mean, Lindsay technically had to score two goals 
to, <laughs> to, to, to pull that win out. Right. So, um, kudos to Lindsay for keeping their heads in it and staying in it and, uh, you know, getting the job done. So, um, but I mean, other than that, let's touch on, I mean, there's a couple big transaction, uh, the, the Toronto, uh, Toronto Patriots, Martin Royals and Georgetown Raiders all kind of swapping some players around Nate Naves getting on the move, uh, Naves lands in Georgetown. Um, a good fit for him. I think he'll be good in Georgetown. Um, but then there was uh, quite a big addition for the Toronto Junior Canadians a few days ago that uh, we didn't get to touch on uh, during that episode. Unfortunately, uh, finalized literally like as we finished recording the episode, they uh, they dropped the hammer on you, Sam. Uh, just the way it goes, though. Um, you know, uh, but uh, unpack that one. Uh, a big addition for you guys uh, over there in uh, in Toronto for the JRC. Yeah, so our team was able to pick up uh, Josh Vogelsberg, a 2004-born uh, forward who played last year with the Sarnia Sting, um, as Kyle kind of touched on there. Um, Bogey was with our team all week. It was finalized early in the week, but obviously um, Hockey Canada has to do their thing and the OHL has to do their thing. Um, Sam, are you seeing this? Hold on a second. Sorry to interrupt you, but... Uh... Uh, Pickering's going down another guy. <laughs> Five on three power play here uh, for the Burlington Cougars, but oh my yeah, goodness! So, so Bogey had to. Um, yeah, he was practicing with us all week, obviously. Um, and they got finalized um Friday afternoon before our game in St. Mike's, and came out right away two goals in his first OJHL game. That that's basically unheard of, but for a guy like that. He's going to have a huge impact on our, our team this year, and it was a, it's a great transaction to have him out there. Um, didn't have uh, any luck scoring last night, but um, definitely will be a top goal scorer on our team this year for sure. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, he showcased what he can do right away. Come out, pot two goals for the first new team. Get in there, get 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 your get your feet wet right away, get acclimated, and uh, put yourself in the hunt. So. Uh, like you said, Sam, a big addition for you guys, uh, you know, definitely be a, a crucial part of his experience, just, you know, playing uh, playing major junior, uh, playing up in the O. Uh, that'll be a big thing uh, for you guys, you know, that experience to lean on down the run, down late in the runs, uh, like you guys know, is pretty big. So uh, other than that, Sam, let's uh, let's jump on over to the uh, to the NOJHL, my friend, and uh, discuss the 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 events going on over there. I mean, it's been. Uh, Simmons Rock pretty much <laughs> through and through in this one. They've been uh, they've been pretty hot uh, to start the season. Uh, we got a a day off today. They don't even play today. They they have a game tomorrow. So let's just check out the game. So we have uh, oh, wrong date. There it is. Okay, so we have the Paper Kings and the Voodoo's Espinola and Powassan. They go at it on the 21st. That'll be Wednesday is their next day of action for the NOJHL. Um, then that's the only game on that sked on that day. Then you have the Sioux Thunderbirds and the Hearst Lumberjacks on the Thursday. Uh, looks like French River, French River Rapids and the Cubs as well. Um, and then you get into the weekend. You got um, the Elliott Lake Red Wings, Gold Miners, Thunderbirds, Lumberjacks again. Uh, that's a... Uh, back-to-back home games for the Thunderbirds with the Lumberjacks in town. Um, Beavers, Rock, Cubs, Eagles, 
Voodoo's Paper Kings again. That's a home and home because uh, Puasin will be in Espanola for that one. Uh, and then you got the Thunder's Crunch, uh, Thunderbirds Crunch, Red Wings Rock, Beavers Gold Miners, Paper Kings Rapids, and uh, then you head back into the week. Um, Sam, um, like I said, the the Rock have been the talk of the NOJHL so far this season. They did take their first loss to Blind River, though. Uh, the River, the Beavers taking it four to one. Uh, your thoughts on the NOJHL and uh, the games coming up this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um... Obviously, Timmins is kind of running away with that um, league a little bit there to start the season, mm-hmm. as we hear. Nice little replay. Beautiful. Scene. Yeah. Exactly. Deeds of the... Um, That's a big one. There. Had to throw that back as that happened um, as we were breaking this down. But obviously, yeah. um, Timmins is a strong team there. Host is strong again. There's a lot of good competition up in uh, the NOJHL. I know they got their showcase... Um, either later this month or next month. So it'll be good to yeah. see those kind of games at once. And it'll be a chance for us if we're both able to kind of watch those and actually be able to see these teams all kind of at once. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Timmons is kind of a team right now, but definitely when that showcase happens, it'll be interesting to see some of these teams play and see um, some of the skill they've got. Definitely, 100%. And uh, like you said, it's hard, especially up in the NOJHL. I mean, uh, you know, especially working in hockey as you are and me, and uh, it's hard to catch all the games and all the teams and uh, get to really sit down and watch the teams play. Um, you know, you get to check in here as you're flipping games. But uh, so the showcases are, are you know, huge for guys like us, too, that get to catch up and, uh, you know, really get to put eyes on all teams and see what you uh, see, what see what the league's in uh, looking like this year. Um, but let's check out the standings in the NOJHL. Like we said, the Timmons Rock, four and one on the air. They lead the East with eight points. The Voodoos are right there, though. They got six points. They're three and one. Hearst Lumberjacks, two and two with four. Cock and Crunch, they are one and three. One, three, and one. They have three points. Uh, Kirkland Lake Goldminers got their first win, one and three on the year. And French River still looking for their first win of the year. They're 0 and three in three games. The West, it's all the Sudbury Cubs so far. Um, they're three and three, one and one on the year, seven points, almost perfect. Uh, they had that tough overtime loss. Um, then you got Espinola, though. They're right behind them, three and one, six points. And the Blind River Beavers are tied for second, three and one, six points. Then you got Sioux Eagles, Sioux Thunderbirds. Uh, they both got four points on the year. However, Sioux Eagles are two and one in three games. The Thunderbirds have played four. And then Elliott Lake, they are one and four on the year with two points rounding out that. Um, so the French River, the only undef- un- the, un- the only team without a win so far. And it looks like we've got a pickering goal here. Is that? Okay, the power play was over. So it's even strength. Even strength. And it looks like it was number 15, Ethan Osborne. And it looks like in the corner here, Kale Kavlin going to pick up that puck possibly. So yeah. It be Osborne's first goal there. On the I believe game. so. I believe so, yeah. So congratulations to Ethan Osborne if that is your first. There we go. We got a first-timer alert. Woo-woo! Yeah. <laughs> first OJ goal live on the podcast. Uh, That's pretty cool. That's neat. <laughs> I like that. That well, so anyways, like uh, we were, uh, we'll get back to this. Uh, so yeah, the, I mean, uh, the standings, uh, pretty much uh, self-explanatory for the NOJHL. Your thoughts on the standings at all, Sam? Yeah, obviously you got a lot of good teams there. Greater Sudbury, um, first couple of years there for them, um, and they're doing amazing. Um, obviously, 
they've got some skill up there and they're kind of running away with their division a little bit. But obviously, the NOJHL, there's a lot less teams than the OJ. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of good competition up there. Um, so, it's, it's great to see all these teams having the early success they are. Yeah, 100%. And it's nice to see, uh, you know, these new teams, the teams that, uh, you know, come into the league and, uh, you know, uh, they get they get the the talents is out there. So, I mean, uh, they jump right in and uh, you can see Greater Sudbury. I mean, they got a pretty good prospect pool out there, I'm sure, with the uh, with their affiliation with Sudbury Wolves and the O. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you got to have that in your program and uh, it show you, you, you can see the uh, the success they're having early and uh, kudos to them. Over into the uh, top scoring leaders for the NOJHL. And uh, last week it was Brady Haroon from Timmins. And Brady is still there with 12 points. He's got uh, five goals and seven assists in five games. But his teammate, Nicholas Pigeon, uh, he's jumped up there where he's got two goals, but he's got 10 assists on the year. Um, those two running away with it. Uh, you got Riley Klugerman from Hearst. He's got eight points on the year to jump in there in third. You go to the goals leader. That is there. The assist leader is Nicholas. Um, like I said, he's got 10, ten assists on the year and the goals leader is still Brady Haroon. Um, Brady's holding on with five goals, but Billy Biederman, of Greater Sudbury, the Cubs. He's got four goals on the year, hot on his tails, hot on Brady's tails there. So uh, we got some good races in the NOJHL. Let's jump over to the goalies here quick and check it out. Um, we got the wins leader is Andrew Galton of Espinola, the Paper Kings netminder. He's got four games in. He's 3-1 and one on the year. He's got a 3-2-1 goals against average and a 9-1-2 save percentage. Then you got the shutout leaders, Jacob Brown, Logan Raphael, of Sue, Daniel Duracolo, and Noah. No, I'm not even going to say your name, Noah. Noah of the Sudbury Cubs. I don't want to botch that. <laughs> um, oh, no, no, it was not. No, it's the last one without one. So it's Daniel Duracolo, Logan Raphael, and Jacob Brown, folks. Uh, three goalies with shutouts. All three goalies are undefeated. Jacob Brown of Timmins, he's 2-0. Uh, Logan of the Sioux Eagles, he's 2-0. And, and Duracolo, he's 1-0. He did play in a, another game, though. Uh, he came in in relief, but he is 1-0 on the year. Uh, your thoughts on the leaders in the NOJHL um, and any insight you might have on them, Sam? Yeah, they've obviously got a lot of skill up there. Um, it's a great league and definitely excited to be able to watch some of this, these showcase games coming up. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard, obviously, right now for us to kind of break down some of these um, games and teams without really seeing them play yet. But um, yeah, showcase definitely is where we'll get our kind of feedback on these guys and definitely hopefully have some of these guys on in the future. As we got another penalty here, a penalty fill. Yeah, as it looks. This has been. Yeah, Burlington Cougars are back on the penalty kill again here. So um, the Pickering Panthers, a team, especially last year, you didn't want to take a penalty against. They had a deadly power play, and I'm sure they do again this year. As we'll see what they can do in the last last minute and a half. But um, in terms of those guys, yeah, definitely excited to have some of the NOJ guys hopefully on the podcast and. Um, yep, one hundred percent. Get a better read on them, but um, yeah, good, good looking for a bunch of these guys so far. 
Yeah, 100%. And uh, like we said, the Timmins Rock have been leading the way, so not surprised to see a couple of their players up there. Um, let's get on into the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League as they also have their showcase coming up at the end of the league at the end of the week. So we uh, actually, we might even get to be able to do this again on Friday, Sam, if we're lucky. Um, we might. Um, we'll check it out, though. I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, they got uh, no games today. Um, then they go into... When is this Tuesday? They Tuesday you got Sarnia in London, uh, Fort Erie and Caledonia. Two games on the schedule for Tuesday. Uh, oh, that was yeah. No, sorry, folks, that was Wednesday. My bad. Um, then you got Thursday, or when? Then you got Thursday. You got LaSalle and Sarnia, um, and then that goes into the showcase, which is Friday. And yep, we have a full slate of games on Friday. We'll run through those quick uh, and then we'll touch on the, the weekend games when we hit the next episode. Leading off the tournament will or the showcase will be the Hamilton Kilty Bees and the Cambridge Red Hawks. The Red Hawks still without a regulation loss there, 2 0 and 1. Uh, then it's the Caledon Bombers, 1 and 4 against the un, the winless Thorough Blackhawks. I was about to say undefeated, but that's 0 and 4, folks, for the Blackhawks. St. Mary's Lincolns and the Stratford Warriors, uh, Strathroy Rockets and the unbeaten Air Centennials, 4-0. That'll be a 2 o'clock game time. Um, so who knows? We might even get to schedule that one in as our game to watch. Uh, Chatham, 2-1. and one. Pelham, 1-2. One and two. They go at it at 4-30. Then you got the Nats and the Canucks, 2-0 and o Nats versus the 3-1 Canucks. St. Catharines Falcons, 3-1. and one. Elmira Sugar Kings looking for their first wing win of the year. 0-3. That's a 7-30 start. Uh, and the last game will be the Kamoka Kings 2-2 two two against the winless Brantford Bandits 0-3. That's an 8 o'clock game time. Uh, Sam, I, I'm pretty sure I know your thoughts, but uh, uh, what game are you most excited for? I know I'm looking forward to air, but uh, what game are you looking forward to? Uh, first game of the showcase. Yeah, definitely that new game. Um, obviously, they're all friends of the show here. Um, obviously, that's the one we'll kind of try and work around to try and um, record. But I want to talk about Wednesday, those matchups this week. Uh, yeah. Sarnia and London, that is a fantastic matchup that yes, a lot of people is. should definitely be checking out on Wednesday there. Um, and even that Kill TV's, um game on the Friday morning, that will be a good Yeah, game. that would be my morning game to watch too, yeah, and for they sure. They have a very strong team again this year, it sounds like. So, um, and definitely Fort Erie as well. They were 4-1 this year. They are kind of um, a shocker there a little bit. Um, they'd be leading their division there. So, Fort Erie is definitely a team to watch out for as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, the Hamilton Kill TVs being the leadoff game of the day, that'll be cool. I'll get to check that out with uh, my morning coffee, so that'll be fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you said, we'll try and uh, hopefully work around that air game. That'll be uh, exciting to see as the Sens are uh, – the Sens Mafia still undefeated, which is uh, pretty cool for them. Um, but as you alluded to there just a second ago, Sam, let's jump into the standings here quick. Um, no updates really on the game. Looks looks like it's going to be uh, a good, uh, feisty back-and-forth game for the uh, Cougars and Panthers. But uh, this game here, we got the uh, the Golden Hawks. They're, they they are up 8-1 on Saints. Is it 8-1? I, I was just checking yeah. the score there. I'm like, uh, is that 8? That's an 8. That's definitely an 8. 8-1. Eight yeah, we um, got a very close game here. That you'll yeah, uh, close game alert. Boop, 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 boop. We <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, but it looks like it could be a blowout over here uh, 
which uh, is kind of the standard for how the day started today, Sam. I mean, uh, as you said, Halliburton six to one or six to two, whatever that was, six to two, I think it was. Um, you know, big, uh, big hockey, big score hockey games here. So uh, some players showcasing their talents, and uh, it looks like uh, those goals and points leaders in the OJ might not be safe after this one. But uh, let's get back into the uh, GOJHL standings the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League. In the Western Conference, the St. Thomas Stars, 3-0-0-1. They have a shootout loss. Uh, they got seven points. They lead the West by three points. The next team, the London Nationals, second second place. They've only played two games. The, star, the Stars have played four. So uh, the Nats are 2-0, four points on the year. They got Leamington, the Flyers, Chatham Maroons, and Kamoka Kings also sitting there with four points as they're all tied the Strathroy Rockets, St. Mary's Lincolns, they both have three, sixth and seventh. And the eighth and ninth is the LaSalle Vipers and the Sarnia Legionnaires, who still look for their first win, as does the St. Mary's Lincoln. Well, their first regulation when they have uh, three overtime losses this year. So heartbreak for the Lincolns, actually, as they're out there. Um, then it's the Midwest Conference, and uh, this looks to be like uh, it's going to be the strongest, the stronger conference of the year for the GOJHL, the Air Centennials, 4-0 on the year, eight points, but they have company. The Kitchener-Waterloo-Siskins arrival to the old former Kitchener-Dutchman, now the Air Centennials, which is pretty cool to see these two teams uh, kind of build a rivalry. The Siskins are 4-0 on the year as well, folks. They have eight points, so it's a tie for first in the Midwest. Then you got Stratford and Cambridge. Uh, Stratford's got six points. Cambridge got five because they have the over the shootout loss. Then you got uh, fifth is Listowel. Sixth is the Bombers. And then you got the Bandits and the Sugar Kings still looking for win number one. And then you come to the Golden Horseshoe, Sam, as I say it every time, my favorite conference of the Golden, uh, the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League. You got the Meteors leading the way four and one on the year with eight points. Canucks three and one. And then their rivals, St. Catharines and Caledonia, all have three wins on the year. Then you got the Kilty Bees in fifth. The Pelham Panthers are seventh. The Junior Canadians of Welland are in seventh. And the un or the winless Thorough Blackhawks, as I alluded to, and almost called them unbeaten again, Sam. Uh, 0-4, they round out the Golden Horseshoe with eighth. Um, I mean, uh, pretty, pretty telltale sign. I mean, like I said, it's still early and it's still hard for us to unpack all of these uh, teams. But uh, any shockers for you in the standings so far in the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League? Uh, not so far, honestly. It's great to see all these uh, amazing teams with the records they're having, though. Um, not a lot yeah. of times can we say in a junior league you have so many teams that are so close in the standings this early in yeah. the year. Um, obviously, with as many divisions as they have down there with four divisions, um, there's a lot of teams to kind of unpack from, but um, they have some teams still undefeated <laughs> in the year. Um, obviously, it's going to happen, but to have as many as um, they do right now, it's pretty amazing to see the talent that's coming out of Junior B this year. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I mean, the talent that as you speak to the talent that rolls right into the uh, the scoring leaders in the league. And I mean, uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, Siskins, Mateo Amaral, the 3 forward. He's got 11 points on the year. He leads the way clear cut. Uh, he's got five goals, six assists. Second place comes from Fort Erie. That's Marcus Regina. He's got four goals, five assists for nine points. And Adam Zuckerman, the 3 uh, from Kamoka. He's got eight points on the year, three goals, five assists. They're your top three 
in points. Then you come to the goals leaders, and, well, that's uh, Mateo from Kitchener. He's got the five goals. Mark is there with four, though. Uh, and then Nathan Phillips from Hamilton, he's also got four. And Michael Elliston from St. Mary's, they all have four goals. Then you got your assist, and that's Kyle Karen of the Niagara Falls Canucks and Justin Monteith, the O2 from Hamilton. Uh, they both got seven assists on year, leading the way. Uh, and then we'll jump into our goaltenders. Josh Brandon of Caledonia. The kid is 1-0 on the year. He has not given up a goal this year. He leads the way in goals against average in your shutouts. Uh, then you got your wins. Braden Gillespie of air. Um, the kid's been pretty hot in net. Sam, he's got a 1-3-3 goals against average and three wins on the year. He's 3-0. He's unbeaten. 103 saves already this year. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, the kid's been... Uh, been been seeing a lot of rubber and uh, then you got the uh, St. Catharines Falcons netminder Josh Johnson he's got three wins as well Nolan Chartrand of Kitchener he's got three Wyatt Slotez of St. Thomas who lead the the way up there in their conference he's got three wins and Mihalo Korovic of Niagara Falls also has three wins they're your top goalies um any thoughts on uh I know I know we've uh, we both watch air pretty close he's uh Brayden Gillespie he's an 05 Let's just talk about that. An 05 netminder. He's a rookie, folks. Uh, this kid has stepped up, and he's 3-0 on the year. Uh, he's played in uh, quite a few big games already as a, as a young man. Uh, your thoughts on him and uh, the rest of the, uh, the leaders in the go? Yeah, there's a lot of skill there as the uh, Trenton Gold Cup. Now yeah. 9-1, to Jaden Rad with a... Yeah, well, they had that. I mean, at this point, they're just tacking it on here, just getting out of hand, so... <laughs> but obviously um we have a connection with air there um i just want to throw out this team has 13 rookies on their team this year and they're four now right now yeah um, obviously every year you get new guys on your team but they have an entire team of rookies basically um kind of what we had with jrc last year but all 19 19 year olds which is crazy enough because of covid um they have a team that has 13 rookies on it, including your goaltender. Um, that's pretty special. <laughs> um, and obviously, um, we're a little bit biased towards Ayo, but the rest of the guys in the Goge there, um, there's a lot of good names in that league. And um, a lot of teams are going to have some skill this year, obviously, with all the teams that are still undefeated. It's, it's a pretty close league this year, and it will be yeah. all season long. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. And um, I know we'll both be closely watching their showcase this weekend. So a lot of breakdown on the weekend from that league for sure, just like we've got for the OJ, obviously, with their showcase happening now. Um, as an almost breakaway there for St. Yeah, I, was, uh, I thought he was going to go. I was about to stop and wait. The there, but, um, yeah. Obviously, with the GOAT showcase this weekend, and um, that'll be kind of the main focus for Friday's episode, previewing all those games. And... Um, having it at, at an arena like it is in Pelham where you have a number of games all at once, just like yeah. what's happening here in Coburg, obviously, as you've seen during this episode, two different ranks all in the same facility there, which is perfect. And I believe Pelham's the same and might even have three or four paths. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, Pelham's got the uh, updated uh, community center out there. So uh, they got a, a newer facility out there, which will be nice for the GOJHL. I think that was part of the reason why they selected to go out there and uh, 
I mean, Pelham's a beautiful place to go and out on the, uh, out on uh, heading out towards Niagara there. And uh, it's a, it's a gorgeous facility. I've been there. So uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be nice to watch. Yeah. It'll be great for us to break down those games. Um, unfortunately, Definitely. we can't uh, drive out there and make it and try and cover games all at once. But hey. yeah. Yeah, no, it makes it a lot easier with the uh, with the showcase and uh, you know having hockey TV on site, and uh, I mean it makes it a pretty pretty uh, accessible for a lot of people, and uh, especially us guys that cover a lot of hockey. And uh, you know we're we're not we're not uh, you know not like we have lots of free time on our schedule here, Sam. Uh, but anyways, as for schedules, uh, let's move on. The CCHL up there uh, towards Ottawa and up in the the central eastern part of um, Ontario, we've got. The CCHL, they kick off their season on Wednesday, Sam. Uh, the Navingrads and the Ontario Junior Senators, uh, Kentville and the Pean, And then on Thursday, you got Pembroke and Cornwall. Uh, they lead you into the weekend. Um, and then Friday's games, I'll just run through those. Uh, Smith Falls and Brockville, that'll be a good game. Uh, Rockland Nats and Hawkesbury and Navin and the Kentville 73s. CP Canadians and the Renfrew Wolves will be the last game on Friday. Uh, that'll lead you into the weekend and we'll pack that into our weekend show, of course. Um, but um, another hockey league getting going. Uh, the CCHL is, uh, you know, usually one of the uh, top junior A leagues in the province. Um, excited to see them get going. Um, I know I'll be definitely watching my Renfrew Wolves, as we alluded to uh, last week, talking about the uh, preseason games. Um, but uh, any uh, any uh, any team you're looking forward to watching the most out in CCHL there, Sam? Yeah, definitely being a Pembroke boy, got to cheer for those guys mm. this year. As uh, yeah. Palmo Martino makes it a 9-2 game here as we show the replay. This is, yeah, um, that is, there we go. Getting safe <laughs> on the board again here. Um, so... Obviously, it's still going to be a close game here, but um, well, yeah. <laughs> it's good. What, what's left of this game here? <laughs> but obviously, yeah, being a Pembroke boy, um, it's kind of hard to follow that that CCHL league out there with the teams being so far away. Um, but obviously, a little bit loyal to the hometown for me. Got to got to try and support them as much as I can, and. Um, Navin's looking good as well. I saw them um, up at the Cottage Cup, actually. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. Um, a little while the ago. Senators were there, too, I believe. Yeah, the Sens, um, they look good, too. So, um, other yeah. season Sens and Navin grads, excited to watch you guys play. Um, Definitely. Shout out to uh, Kevin Dean, the play-by-play guy for the Cobra Cougars and Aurora Tigers. I know he's out in the van, and he definitely talks about that a lot during the broadcast. Um but the CCHL, he loves it, and it's a great league. So, Kevin, show to you. You're doing a great job. Um, he's commentating, actually, the Pickering game that we had um, on. He does a, a fantastic job. He's got some oh, 100%. Very, very colorful comments. And um, same with the guy that's doing this game right now, Joe Montesano. Um, can't say yeah. him and the work he's doing. Um, some of the angles you've seen during this game tonight, he's got his GoPros behind both nets, and um, he does an, an outstanding job. And I know Kyle knows him well from his days in Collingwood, and uh, just an all-around great guy. So shout out to those guys that are putting in the work here um, at the OJ yeah. showcase. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, uh, there's uh, for uh, commentary and play-by-play, there's uh, no shortage of uh, – of, uh, of of different uh, 
biased opinions and outlooks. And uh, I mean, Kevin Dean, he's been around uh, a long time. He's been doing this, covering hockey for a long time. And I mean, he's been doing hockey from uh, from minor hockey all the way up. So uh, he puts his time in all over the place. He's uh, a very knowledgeable guy of the uh, junior hockey game. And uh, I mean, he's uh, he's fun to he's fun to listen to at times. Definitely. And uh, he he bleeds his teams and he'll let you know who he's who he's who he's backing when he's on the on the mic. So, uh, you know, he's uh, he has no problem wearing his team on his sleeve. So uh, definitely a shout, a shout out to those guys, Joe. Um, you know, I know Joe well. His time up, he came up to Collingwood. Uh, he does great camera work always, and uh, he's got some highlight reel calls for you himself. Uh, let me tell you. So, uh, shout out to all the guys that do uh, all the play-by-play, the coverage of the OJ. Um, I mean, it's great uh, to see the talent that is out there, and um, you know, we get to listen to it on a nightly and weekly basis. So, um, uh, kudos to them. Um, so, as, uh, this looks like uh, Trenton's on the power or Trenton's on a penalty kill here. So, uh, let's see if the but they can't get another one for St. Mike's here and uh, you know make this even closer of a hockey. We might start sweating over there in Trenton if they uh, if they don't watch out. Um, but anyways, Sam. Uh, other than that, I mean, another tidbit uh, we're going to touch on quick here: um, the OHL preseason is over. Regular season is coming. Excited. For the OHL, uh, we'll have a lot of coverage of them in days to come. Your thoughts on the OHL season? Uh, I know who I'm backing. Um, same teams are back almost every year. Um, uh, the Hamilton Bulldogs and the Kitchener Rangers are my two boys, uh, two guys, two teams that I I follow closely. Um, you know the affiliation with the Hamilton Guilty Bees and the Bulldogs. Uh, that's a long-lasting relationship that's been uh, very fruitful for both teams and. Uh, I've had the pleasure of, uh, you know, mingling with both sides and uh, getting to know some players, especially uh, shout out to uh, Nick Donofrio, who came out to Collingwood after winning a Mem Cup for the Bulldogs. Uh, he came out and played for the uh, Collingwood Colts slash Blues when I was there. So, uh, you know, uh, great kids, great guys, great organizations. Um, looking forward to seeing them back in action. I'm a Cambridge Kitchener guy myself, so I'm out here watching a lot of Rangers games here out the odds. So, uh, Sam, I know who you're uh, particularly back in, and I know you'll be working some games and some footage and some camera work, but um, your thoughts on the OHL season coming up and who are you most excited to see in action again? Yeah, I'm definitely excited Ooh. to get back into the ranks. I think the kind of plan is to um, obviously be at as many Colts games as I can as a local team, but... Um, Going to try and get out to a few Mississauga Steelheads games as well. They were a great team to yeah. kind of get some camera um, shots of last year. And obviously, um, being close to Barry, that's kind of the go-to place. But um, definitely excited to see a lot of teams in action again. There's a lot of skill. Um, saw the Owen Sound attack in a preseason game there in Barry. They're looking good. Um, haven't been able to see too much in the OHL yet, but... I mean, the kitchen yeah. in Guelph Storm, they look good. I watched that game when they were down in the air there. Um, yeah. But um, definitely going to be checking in on the Guelph Storm. Um, obviously, with the Junior Canadians, we have a little bit a, of a, a connection there. Our owners of our team own the Guelph Storm. So, uh, show to those guys. I'll definitely be cheering on the Guelph Storm all season long and um, hopefully can make it out to a few games this year for sure. And, uh, showing those guys. I know uh, we have it in the works with um, Green Bowman for that episode for Eli Palferman, and we'll have a couple other Guelph guys on, hopefully, when we can get this episode together, but um, just some of the guys I know there in Guelph, um, 
Zach Sandu, Bowman. Um, those guys are great guys. So definitely cheering on uh, those guys for sure. Yeah, 100%. And uh, like I said, it was, yeah, not all teams had coverage. They didn't cover every game, uh, which our live wasn't really up. So it oh, looks like we got a Cougars what goal. Pass here. Look that, at that. That was, that was, I thought, I thought the winger was coming down with the puck. I didn't even realize the pass. I thought he went to the corner. I'm like, why is he standing in the corner? What a feed that was. My, my, We're gonna my. We're going to go back and watch this entire play again. Look at that this was... breakdown and beautiful, right? Right on Oh, the wow. Wow. I mean, I don't care what goalie you are. You are not stopping that puck. That was uh, tape to tape, and the finish was just as good. Um, my, oh, my. And Burlington was... putting on a show out here right now, uh, lighting up be... the lamp, and I'm sure the scouts are are jotting down some numbers. <laughs> that should be Jack Richards' goal, if I'm correct there. Is it I like believe the so. The captain was the first one in line. Let's just see. Yeah. 27 there across to Jack Richards. So the assist. Yep. Man, that is a beautiful play right there, folks. Oh, my Lord. That might have to be be clipped and thrown on the TikTok there. I don't know. No, I think so. That's a a highlight beauty for sure. And, I mean, uh, my, I mean, what vision to make that pass and uh, to get it there and – on the tape, I mean, he didn't even have to. It was there and off the stick as quick as it showed up. So, uh, now, very as, impressed. As we mentioned earlier, we're going to throw all the sound on here. And let's listen to Kevin Dean call this. Goal. Yeah, there we go. Ice. He'll skate it up. Whirls it over the red line, over the blue line. Drops it for Jack Richard. He'll swing it around to the far side. He's got Walker. Back down. Whirls it. Jack Richard. Backdoor scores. <laughs> I love it. Tic-tac-toe, Jack Richard, and the Cougars are on the board. Oh, man, what a game. That's uh, What a goal that was. And, uh, what a call by the man Kevin Dean himself. But. We'll have to definitely figure out who that was because that was not that was not Kevin Dean on that call. I'm not too sure who jumped in the booth here for this one. but Oh, no. Yeah. It's I, kind of – it's kind it, the, the recording kind of makes it sound – kind of staticky like not staticky but hard to hard to decipher the voice so i just thought it was uh kevin my apologies there and we'll have yeah, to I, like you said sam uh i i threw kevin out there because he he said during the halibut game he was doing the this pickling game so i assumed it was. yeah well he might have to take a break who knows uh yeah, we'll, um, we'll figure that out shout out to doing the game we'll uh we'll throw his name in the in the in the post when the when the episode goes live but uh sam uh busy day already um I mean, lots to uh, lots to lots to talk about, and uh, the the days coming with uh, lots of hockey on the schedule. But uh, I know you got lots to do, my friend, and uh, we got hockey to watch. And this is this game's going to be good. I'm going to have to go throw this up on the big screen here and uh, get into this one. This is going to be a good a good tilt right here. So, um, as always, though, Sam, uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, be well out there. Stay safe as you travel out to Coburg. Uh, good luck to you and the boys. Uh, you know, we'll, you know, locked on junior hockey. We got your back. We'll be cheering you on always. Um, but uh, best of luck to you boys. And, uh, you know, we look forward to talking to you again on Friday. But Absolutely. As there was a huge hit there, Ethan. Osborne, yeah, it was massive. The, the yeah. Lincoln player there going for the puck. But, yeah, excited for the week ahead. And definitely there'll be a lot to talk about on uh, Friday's episode. I know this episode here, fans, is 
going to be about an hour long. So yeah, um, that's kind of what it's going to be like shortly in the next little while with these big episodes. Um, obviously, we have a lot to unpack. We'll have a showcase um, to break down from the OJ on Friday. we got a showcase to preview on Friday for the GOJHL. There's a lot of hockey. Lots of hockey. <laughs> I mean, for Kyle and I, we both love junior hockey. If you know us, um, you know it's in our blood and it's what we love to talk about. So that's it i mean when we're not talking about it on here we're texting back and forth talking yeah. about games going on anyways so <laughs> well, we we're non-stop junior hockey over here and uh, that's what it's all about uh, we love the game we promote the game and uh oh there we go on the doorstep pickering buries it oh man nobody out nobody there for burlington to clear out that garbage and burlington's netminder is not happy about something he had some words for the ref there <laughs> that is so. that's another first goal zach christie has a couple pickering hey the ref right away to get that pocket looks like so um good on the i want to give a quick shout out here any of the guys in the oj the older guys i know our guys did it last night but to be aware that you guys have yeah a first goal and to go to a referee right away kudos to you as a junior hockey player to to get that puck for your teammate um yeah 100 always special and i know our guys did it last night with uh, alex lorenza and luke Melkazian when they got their first so um something special that um is going to be remembered obviously so for zach christie that goal looks like it was his first as well so congratulations to him and I mean, it's just a, a day of first on the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. We got two first-timer wa- alerts right here as we were watching. That's pretty cool. And uh, as, I, as I said, Sam, lots of hockey. Uh, you know, this, this is going to be a good game. So uh, we'll sign off for now. And uh, we look forward to talking to everybody again on the weekend. And uh, stay safe. Keep your sticks on the ice. And uh, Sam, we'll talk to you soon, bud.